just been busy though. I've been um, these last few days, last well almost a week now. I've been at it, um, just getting the the podcast up onto YouTube. Yeah, I saw that. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. I thought you know, give it uh, a bit of a wider audience. You know, um, I watch a lot of YouTube while I'm working, so I'm I'm sure other people do. Um, yeah, because one thing I like about YouTube, you can set up all these things on your wish list. Not wish list, sorry. The on the watch later list. You can queue up all these videos. And then um, with Chrome, I suppose with Safari mm. as well, you could do this, but you can um, play YouTube in picture-in-picture mode. That's so right. You just yeah, have this yeah. floating window on the top. And I just normally make that fairly small, put it in the bottom corner, and then just have it you know, running in the background while I'm working. Yeah, that's what I do as well. So, yeah, it's handy. So I tend to listen to a lot of... Um, not listen to, I tend to watch a lot of... Um, yeah, music videos, um, things like stand-up comedy. I watch a lot of those. I watch some gaming-related videos. Um, and then, yeah, dev-related ones as well. So if I can throw the odd podcast in there as well, you know, you don't need to look at it. It doesn't need to be visually stunning or anything. But, you know, you've got the audio as part of your playlist then. Right. But it's just a long process, you know, converting them all to video. It just takes ages rendering it and then uploading it to youtube and then but it's done now anyway done the whole backlog that's good um so people can subscribe on there and then going forward it'll be quicker because i've got i've got a template set up now so just drop the audio violin add add a bit of text on the edit a couple of bits of text on the titles and then that's it Mm. off off we go cool yeah set up the facebook page as well last week so um, haven't really pushed it out to anyone yet, apart from like yourself and a couple of other people. Um, so I'm just, I wanted to get all this YouTube stuff out of the way first and then get this today's episode out of the way. And then I could start doing a bit of Facebook promotion and stuff like that. And just start sharing it around with friends. Um, so hopefully, yeah, get a bit of conversation going there with listeners, community, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. That's your idea. Good stuff, man. Yeah, so it's been a busy week. Even though I'm off, I'm trying to just chill out. Been watching loads of films though. Yeah, I did that the other day. We had a office Christmas party on Tuesday, mm. and Wednesday I was in no. <laughs> well, I was I was completely messed up. Like I couldn't I couldn't function. So I Netflixed it all day. I watched about five films <laughs> back to back. <laughs> yeah. Anything good? Ruined. Um, just old stuff. Nothing new. I just put on some old films, man. Like. Transformers The Last Night. Yeah. Um, Six Underground, that new one, actually. Yeah, that's a new one. Uh, the Ryan Reynolds one. Yeah, the Ryan Reynolds one. Really good film, man. Just full of just mind-blowing action. Okay. Nothing to really just focus on. It's just like, yeah, it's just action-packed. Um, and a couple of others, I can't remember what they were. But yeah, that, that was my Wednesday, man. Yeah. Um, I caught up with John Wick 3, finally. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've not seen that yet. Yeah, that was good. That's good. Um, I don't know if it was as, as good as 1 and 2. It was a good you know, conclusion to the trilogy, I guess, if, it is going, if there's not going to be any more. I don't know. But um, yeah, I just felt like the first two had a bit more story going on, whereas this one was just, it was pure fights all the way, constantly. It was just, you know, non-stop. Yeah, because part one, you're like, who is this guy? You want to know his backstory, you want to know what's going on, yeah. and all the rest of it. Yeah. yeah, one and two were brilliant. This one was up there, but probably not as good as the other two. 
okay. I watched another good film yesterday called um, The Professor and the Madman. That's got uh, Mel Gibson and Sean Penn in it. And it's basically about... So Mel Gibson's character, this guy called something Murray. It's... Um, he's the guy who wrote the first edition of the Oxford English Dictionary. And it's oh, about right, okay. how he came up with the concept of, of writing it and then the sort of struggles he went through to try and define all these words and compile this book, um, you know, and how he had backlash from other people in the Oxford sort of uh, high society and stuff like that. But really good, yeah. It took 70 years to write the first volume, the first edition. 70 years? Yeah. Flipping out. Yeah, well, it's a lot of words in there, isn't it? Yeah, that's mad. Good film, though. Worth yeah. yeah, I'll have to look into that. Is that Netflix? Uh, no, I actually downloaded it on Torrent. Don't, don't tell anybody, but... <laughs> um, I don't think it's on Netflix yet. Okay. All right, cool. Should crack on? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, so today we're going to... You know, we're approaching the end of the year now. Pretty much, what, two weeks left. Um, it's time to start thinking about those resolutions, plans and ideas for next year, things you want to achieve, things you want to sort of set goals for. Um, so yeah, we both had a little think about this and we've got some design ones some dev related ones, um, just some general, general ones and business ones. Um, so yeah, hopefully some of these can inspire some of the listeners as well to think of their own resolutions. Um, it'd be good to hear what other people have got on their lists as well. Yeah. Yeah. You want to kick it off? Yeah. Um, okay. So the first one on the list is a design related one. Um, so this week I've actually picked up a design tool, which probably quite a lot of people out there know about. It's called Figma. And I first heard about this like from yourself and you mentioned it a few times in our previous episodes and I did look into it. Um, but I just thought, you know, I'll put down the back burner and I'll just carry on doing with what I'm doing in sketch. And, you know, you, um, Adobe XD, I think it is the other one that I'm messing around with. But I started playing around with this this week and really, you know, like the way it kind of like works and the user interface and everything. It's very, very clean. Um, and it's not as buggy as Sketch. I notice that Sketch tends to just collapse sometimes. It just stops working. The whole MacBook freezes and it just like, you know, signs out. And then I found it's the three sort of like versions of an untitled document that I've been working on when I've already saved it. So I get really sort of like weird kind of, um, um, you know, things going on with Sketch. So I started using Figma this week and it's been really good. You know, I, I, it actually feels better for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Probably because it's a new thing that I'm using. It's just that initial kind of feedback you get off a um, piece of software. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the thing that I'm using now, Figma, and um, sort of spend some time learning it properly and uh, understand how it every how everything works, the workflow within there, and um, yeah, just try and implement it with all the new projects that I'm going to be working on in the new year. Yeah, I'm the same really. Um, I um, first came across Figma probably about two years ago, and um, I don't know, I never really gave it a chance. I just you know tried it out. Uh, messed around with some of the the, temp, the like tutorial files that came with it back then um, and uh, the company I was working for back then as well a few of us just sort of logged in to one, one document at the same time and just tried out the, the collaborative editing capabilities of it 
we didn't really design much, you know, we just sort of drew some shapes on the screen and, you know, people commented on it and stuff like that. But I guess because I was using Sketch, or at the same time I was actually getting into Sketch, because I've always, you know, used Photoshop in the past. And um, I looked at them both at the same time. And I think the, the thing that put me off initially was that Figma was in the browser and Sketch was, you know, an application that you install. Um, but, you know, just looking at the community and how the popularity of Figma has just grown in the last six to eight months or so, I think it's definitely worth giving it another go now. And obviously the application, I'm sure, has matured a lot as well. Um, they've introduced um, a um, introduced extensions recently as well. Mm. So mm. that's something worth checking out. You know, that's something that Figma never had when I first looked at it, and and Sketch had from from the beginning. So now that now that Figma's introduced it, it's probably definitely going to be definitely worth looking at it again. So yeah, I definitely want to look at it as well in a new year. We use Sketch at work. Um, so I don't know if I'll be able to introduce it into my day-to-day -day work, but I could definitely look at it in my sort of personal time and any any personal design work that I do that's not work-related. Yeah. Well, we might as well just give that a go together then, see if we can collaborate on something, and uh, yeah, let's come up come up with a design. It's actually a workflow um, from Sketch to Figma as well. Uh, I found one online. So that might be worth looking into, and they, you can kind of like work with the two together. Uh, I don't know how good it is, but but then again, you know, why would you? Unless you've already got initial sketch, you know, um, documents that you might want to start, you know, importing into Figma and work with it, and you know, I could do that. Uh, yeah, keep the same kind of because I've got an, mm. I've got one sketch document for the podcast and all the artwork and you know all the logos and stuff like that. So I could potentially port that over to Figma and use that as a as a little playground to come up with some yeah that could be a good start yeah because yeah. i do want to get some print some stickers printed as well next year so design them in figma that'd be nice yeah yeah okay. yeah it's a good one Figma, yeah um other design stuff um i don't do a lot of design work these days so i haven't really got any sort of resolutions i think it is just a case of learning that tool making sure that i've i've, I've got a little bit of experience in in all of the most used tools so that you know, I can jump in if I need to on a different tool or I can get involved in a conversation with another designer about the tool that they're using if I need to. Uh, and just, just to know my way around, really. Yeah, and, you know, I think for anyone else out there who's um, doing design or, you know, if you're currently a front-end designer and you're still using Photoshop, um, there's quite a few people I actually know who use Illustrator. Um, I, I don't know why. I still don't know why. Mm. Um, but... Pick up one of these new generation tools and just start learning them, you know, and you'll never look back. You know, if you're a front end web designer or that's something you want to be, then, you know, one of these tools is going to be really good for you. Yeah, definitely. And um, I highly recommend. Um, from what I've seen of Figma, yeah, definitely get involved with it and Sketch probably um, the other one that you'd want to check out. Mm, yep. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Um, development related. Um, my main goal for next year is to do some more work with React, and I especially want to try out Gatsby as well. Now, the Inspect website and my personal website—they're both built using Jekyll, which is Ruby based. But mm. you know, I, I like that because it's a static site using Jekyll as the static site generator. But 
I would like to try converting one or both of those to Gatsby and just see how it feels to basically create the site in React. Um, I'm doing started doing a lot more React at work as well. Um, we've got a few projects coming up next year for, which are going to be React based as well. So yeah, I, I think next year I'm going to get a lot more exposure just to React on the on the whole really. Um, I have, although I've been using it a lot, I haven't really taken a very deep dive into some of the newer things that I added into React, um, especially hooks. I mean, hooks have been around for a while now, but I haven't really done, done much with them. Um, and I don't really keep fully up to date with what's being added to the language. So that's the plan, just to try and keep on top of things, yeah. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is all new to me. Although I know about it and you know, I've read into it, I was going to try and get into it this year, but I never really got a chance doing it. And that's definitely on my uh, resolutions list for next year. It's something I want to get involved with. And I'm going to set myself a task um, to build a simple application. Maybe we can like share that on the inspect site. Um, you know, I think something really, really simple. I, I don't know yet, um, but I want to learn it. So it's definitely on my my to-do list. And the outcome of of the learning from the first, I guess the first, like the basics, I guess, is to just build something very, very simple. Um, so you know, I want to, I want to get involved with it and start pushing it. Yeah, half um, the struggle is thinking oh, of what to actually build in the first place. This is the thing. This is where I get stuck at, and and I don't know how to approach it. So yeah, you can follow tutorials, know. and you know, most tutorials will give you an end product at the end. But the the thing with that is that because you are following it the chances of you getting things wrong is pretty slim. So what I would say is if you can find a tutorial for something, something that you like, like let's say a tutorial for a, a, I know, a movie database site, for example, like IMDB, for example, then you could maybe take that concept and convert it into a music database rather than movies or where you'll be de dealing with different types of data, you know, different fields in your database um you know you'll have to introduce maybe audio clips and stuff like that so just make a slight tweak to it um or if you can find like a to-do list um application tutorial instead of it being a to-do list it could be um you know something else where you check items off it doesn't necessarily have to be things like that you need to do it could be uh, i don't know can't really think of what else it could turn into but just taking those core cool concepts and just molding them into a slightly different project yeah, I like the idea of ticking things off and maybe rearranging the order of things. And I was looking at maybe a fitness-related application, just, you know, something really, really simple as, you know, choose your, you know, exercises and once they're performed, you know, maybe a timer function in there or something, I don't know, um, adding the number of sets and reps. And it's already been done. There's tons out there, but it'd be really nice to be able to put all of that, you know, together. Yeah, that could work. Yourself, you could create you know. a list of, like, um list of exercises which you can choose from. And then when you when you go to pick your like start your workout, you can maybe select those five to ten exercises that you want to do, arrange them in the order you want to do them, hit start, and then once your time is done, then it'll you know maybe ask the app can ask you have you completed this one or not, and then you can take it off the list and then yeah, go through your workout like that. Yeah, that sounds like a good one. Yeah, so that's so definitely react. on the list. Oh, obviously you know React's been around for quite a few years now, so. To start learning it now, who knows what's going to happen next year? You know, there could be another framework that comes out, and then this <laughs> React could be, become redundant. Yeah. 
but um, exactly, I don't think it would be. I think it'll stick around for a little while yet, and uh, I think it's going to continue to grow. Um, especially with like Angular, which seems to be on a bit of a downward slope at the moment. People are just just the vibe I get. I mean, this isn't really based on fact or anything. But I get the vibe that people are moving away from Angular a little bit, and people are sort of sticking with React and Vue. Um, yeah, because I spent some time trying to figure out which one to choose, and there's a lot of conflict, you know, of opinion between the different camps. And React was the one that kind of stood out, and you know, the voice was really loud about it, and Vue as well. That you know, they're saying if you want to learn React, just pick up Vue, and you'll kind of get the whole idea behind React at the same time. So I thought, okay, um, I don't think it really matters too much which one you pick. Um, you can, you know, you can achieve everything with all of them. Yeah. It's just a different way of thinking, really. Um, but, you know, I've got some experience with React. Um, I'm pretty happy with the way it works, and I think it's fairly easy to pick up. Um, and if, you're, if your JavaScript skills are reasonable, you know, you don't have to be expert, but as long as you sort of understand some of the modern JavaScript concepts, then you should be able to pick up React pretty quick. So if you're learning React, uh, JavaScript as well, then goes hand in hand really and then you might as well pick up react at the same time but definitely learn javascript more first you know make sure that you're you're sort of up to date with some modern javascript stuff that's it yeah that's and that's another one on my list so that that's something that i'll be working on continuously um throughout throughout the next um you know the next year anyway and yeah and i know know that that it lends itself really well to react and they're both you know it's all very, very similar. And, um, I think the other one I, I didn't have a mention in there on my list was uh, computer games development. Um, it's just something I came across recently um, on using uh, Unity, the Unity platform development. Um, um, and it's, yeah, it's just really, really similar uh, to, you, you can code in any language you want. And the main one people use with gaming is C Sharp. And... It just looks really, really similar to working with JavaScript or you know any other uh, dev language that we're using at the moment. I was trying to understand the principles behind it, and you, the Unity platform is really, really powerful, and it adds in all the the physical, you know, the physics stuff and the mechanics for the game for you. Um, and you just literally just got to do all the the coding part of it and kind of you know uh, make things sort of like work and stuff on the screen. Um, it's just really interesting, and I'm. And I've, I haven't put it on the list, but it was something I was looking into. Um, was it earlier this week or last week? And it is interesting stuff. Something that I might want to just like get involved with and create something really simple, really really simple game maybe for mobile. I don't know, but that's definitely there. Yeah, yeah. Let us know how you get on with that as well. Yeah, definite, definite. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it in terms of development side of things. Obviously, I want to just keep having like career progression and you know just keep keep on top of the industry and what's happening and but in terms of literally focusing on one thing yeah i'm going to definitely focus on react a lot more um and you know just just obviously keep on top of things so that obviously we could talk about them on the podcast as well uh it's not you know you can't talk about things until you actually know about them a little bit Yeah, yeah definitely right well speaking of podcast obviously uh got to keep growing this and you know I mentioned earlier about setting up the Facebook page and the YouTube page. Um, so I think we've got all bases covered now. Oh, we're on Spotify as well. Um, set that up 
about two weeks ago. So, you know, the podcast is on all the all the major platforms now. And um, the, the idea behind the Facebook page, like I mentioned earlier, is just to get to know some of the people, maybe build some sort of community, hopefully get some conversations going, some comments and stuff on particular episodes. Uh, and just to get get to know some of the listeners um, and just grow that grow that audience as well. So we've been doing this now. This is what episode thirty. Um, so not bad. I mean, it's not you know it's not like we're coming out every single week and we've been going for a couple of years, but it's uh, consistent enough. And um, it'd be good to just sort of see it grow now a lot more. Yeah, definitely. It's got me into the flow and it was something that I wanted to do early this year, just, you know, start my own one and I just really didn't know, you know, you know, what to talk about. It was it was like I was always stuck. But now I've got a list of ideas that I've just put down. Um and it's not gonna be anything too related to what we're talking about here on your on, on the one that we're doing together on Inspect. Um but it's definitely something I wanna be doing and it's I think it's gonna be more business related with regards to people who wanna start businesses and especially online business and you know what to think about when you're getting a website and the pitfalls and you know um things that that people might overlook and just generally try and help people decide on um the next steps um you know before just like diving into an online business because the number of times i get clients who've not thought things out properly and you know when i give them a proposal with a quotation and they just run off and they have a heart attack you know, so things like that, what to expect, what to be uh, prepared for and how quotations are work with different kind of people, with freelancers, with agencies and things like that and and all that kind of stuff and what to avoid and, you know, all of that kind of good stuff. So and potentially even just provide some kind of feedback for like freelancers who, you know, trying to build themselves up. Yeah. How far into the process yeah. of this podcast are you? Well, I've got uh, I've probably got about eight to ten topics down already. Um, so it's just a case of just sitting down and just putting it out there. What I might do is just do video one as well. So I just record it as a vlog and put it up on, um, on YouTube. So might, might take that route. It'll just be me talking to the camera, I guess, and potentially, you know, get people on board, you know, people that, um, that I'm working with, like a digital marketing guy, uh, maybe other people in business, people who've launched multiple businesses or, you know, freelancers, who you know do the same thing that I'm doing, but on a you know on a smaller scale. Um, How's your video editing? Uh, video editing, I ain't touched it in a while, so yeah, it's gonna be one of those ones. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> process, but it's it's quite enjoyable. Yeah, that's though. the thing. Mm. Yeah, it lets you, yeah, it lets you be quite creative. I suppose when you because you want the videos to be short and punchy enough. To not lose interest, but then you know you you need to obviously keep in all the meat of the conversation as well, and it's it's not it's not easy. It's not that difficult, but to get a good flow in a video is it's uh, it's tricky. It's tricky. You need to really think about it because like that, I've I've earlier ever really pushed one video to YouTube yet, which was that uh, headphones review that I did, and um, yeah, I saw that one. I did two versions of it. There's only only one of them is live, but I did one version. And um, the the final edit was something like just o- just over twenty minutes, I think it was. And it was just a little bit long. It just felt a little bit um, like I was waffling on a little bit. 
because um, I did an unboxing and then I did a review and uh, I left in the whole of the unboxing, like literally opening the box, taking bits out of the box and stuff like that. <laughs> and I showed it to a couple of people and they said, you know, it's, it's good, but it's just, it gets a bit boring. Uh, you know, we don't need to see you literally opening the box. So then I did a second edit and I cut out loads of stuff and, you know, even like um, little pauses in my, in, in my, um, while I'm talking, any little, any pauses that were longer than a couple of seconds, I even trimmed those out. So I made it very sort of punchy and I got the final edit down to, I don't know, around about 14 minutes or something like that. So cut a good chunk out and then I added a little bit more music to it and stuff like that. Added a title screen, all the little things that I didn't add the first time around. And it made it a lot better. It's had quite a lot of views, but um, yeah. Yeah, I, I see everyone following a template on YouTube with these. Yeah, these kind of videos. it does work. They're very though. punchy. Yeah, it does work. Definitely. So I'll see how that goes. Um, you know, let, let's see. I'll do. I'll do a solo podcast, and then I'll, I'll record a video. Or it could just be the one thing, and I can extract the the audio and just release that. You know, if if the video is terrible, then you know I can just do it that way. But. Yeah, it's something I want to do. Let's see. Let's see how that goes. Yeah, I was actually thinking of maybe editing this this talk that we're doing because um, we're recording the video as well. Is to edit that as and make the video for YouTube. But I don't think I will. <laughs> not not this episode. Maybe maybe next year. I think what we should. What I was going to say to you was um, in the new year, uh, you should pop down to to my office and uh, I can hire out a day office and we can just set it, set up a little setup in there with a the camera and everything and with, with the desk mics and yeah. just record. Yeah, we could do that one day. A few. Yeah. We can we just hire it for the day and just record as many as we can. Possibly, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, podcast yeah. in real life. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we'd definitely do that at some point. I think when you're sitting with the person, it definitely has a different flow as well. Yeah, it does. But it's pretty good. Over a video call, the, the flow is pretty good. It is, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, something yeah. to look forward to. So, yeah, just, yeah, that's the plan next year. Then uh, grow this podcast. Obviously, you can introduce your new one. So, we look out for that one. Um, help grow that one as well and um, get some community going and just get some conversations with some listeners. So, if you're out there listening, get in touch. Get in touch on Twitter at InspectorFM. Um, you can get in touch on Facebook now as well. Uh, the username on Facebook is also InspectFM. In fact, it's InspectFM everywhere apart from Instagram. Um, but hopefully one day I'll get that one as well. Get that handle. <laughs> no one's using it. Yeah. Yeah, I can't register it, but it says um, Twitter says that's already taken. So someone must have had it in the past and then they've deleted their account or got blocked yeah, or something. Yeah, it hasn't been recycled yet. It hasn't yet. been yeah, re released yet. So I keep an eye on it now and then. Yeah. But Oh, that's cool. Not that important. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Yeah, what else you got next for next year? I've got, so um, I was doing, this year I've done quite a lot of um, digital art. So I got hold of a Wacom tablet and uh, started drawing again, which is really fun. And I started setting myself challenges. as was Whereas before I was doing the drawing and everything, I was spending a few days, weeks on a particular piece of art because I just didn't have the time to do it. And I was forcing myself to draw. To complete the work and it wasn't fun I didn't really quite enjoy it and I was making mistakes um, so what I'd done recently I just set myself a task to um, draw um, it's it a portrait of um, Wake and Phoenix from the Joker film and I completed it within I guess it was just two hours so I set myself like a, a you know a time limit of about two to three hours 
bang, let's, let's see, let's, let's see what, how we, you know, how we get along without thinking about it too much and just let it flow. And yeah, I don't know if you've seen it, but um, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I just knocked it all out in about two hours, and I was really, I was really happy with the end product, and it just felt better. It had, there was something more real about the drawing because I didn't spend too much time correcting it. It was me. It was literally my style. Yeah. And all this time I've been trying to find a style that I could, um, you know, reproduce, you know, on different pieces of work in digital format. Whereas if I was doing it on paper, you'll see my style there. You know, it's very easy to do it on paper, but on, on a drawing tablet and, you know, in Photoshop, it's because you've got different types of brushes and the amount of pressure that you use and the flow and the direction, you know, it takes some time to get used to that. And yeah, so I just kind of thought, you know, forget all about that. Let's just sit down and just draw and let's just see what happens. I've been following your stuff for a few, uh, well, over the past year and I can definitely see a theme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, firstly, the theme and the type of people that you're drawing. Because you're drawing like, you're drawing a lot of Avengers characters. Uh you did Captain yeah. America, you did Thanos, uh, a couple of other, Iron Man I think you did as well. Iron Man, there's Black Widow. Um, yeah, I just started off on portrait studies, just studying like faces. And I thought fan art's quite a big thing. A lot of people like it and it gets a lot of, you know, likes and follows and things like that. So well, don't let me start with that. It's a very controversial um, area, fan art. But I thought, sod it, let's just try and start with that and see where it goes. But um, I'm enjoying it. So... The idea is to um, sell the prints, um, you know, on canvases or um, this thing, this, uh, thing called Chromalux, uh, like some metallics or finish um, prints. Um, they're pretty expensive, so I need to think about that, see if I can find them cheap anywhere. Um, but that's the idea. And it's not just going to be fan art, because I know it's a murky area with regard to copyright and things like that. Um, it's going to be other things as well, like animals, like lions, sharks and... Um, landscapes, you know, stuff that I've taken um, photographs of, you know, around the world where I've been. Um, places like, you know, I went to um, the Amalfi Coast and photo photographed quite a few, you know, nice little locations over there. So things I might want to just replicate on a digital canvas and um, just, you know, yeah, and just try and sell it. So build a site for it and um, get a nice quality uh, um, of work out there and um, I'm not too fussed about how much I get out there but the quality's got to be really really good and yeah and then just try and try and sell it yeah that'd be good have you had any interest yet in any of your pieces that you've done so far I've had one commission or was it two I can't remember now um, one commission um, but literally that guy was like you know he, he liked the whole um, the Iron Man Captain America that bigger image that was putting together. So it was a case of, I want that. Um, so just put Thor, Hulk, and, you know, a couple of more characters in there. And, but I'm not in any rush to take it off you. So the price has been agreed and everything, but it's just a case of, whenever I get the time to finish it, then, you know, I'll, um, yeah, but it, that's, that's all it's been so far. I haven't been looking to sell anything, but this person just came through Instagram and said, look, I want that. I was like, okay, so something for me to work on and, and to complete at some point. Yeah. Well, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I'll be keeping yeah. an eye out for that. Cool. Yeah. Um, my only other thing really for the new year is um, something I've already started on really, is uh, just health, general health. Um, I started 
the Joe Wicks 90 day plan. So I don't know if you follow Joe Wicks and well, he's known as the body coach. And um, yeah, yeah, he had a Black Friday deal on on his program. So I thought, yeah, why not? Now, now's as good a time as any to get started on it. And, um, you know, December is probably the worst month of the year to actually start this sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, got, it goes out the window. Yeah, you've got to leave Christmas and parties and all sorts. Um, but yeah, I started it two weeks ago and I've been pretty consistent with it so far. Um, been doing, yeah, sort of working out four or five times a week. Um, they're just 25 minute hit sessions at the moment. And uh, so that's what the first month is. And then second month, I'll find out in a couple of weeks what, what that involves. But it's a, it's a killer, you know. I haven't done really, I've never really done HIT sessions before. I've, I've done weight training in the past, but never done HIT cardio. And uh, yeah, it's been killing me. But I've noticed well, after about three days, I noticed that it wasn't really a struggle anymore. And um, although I'm tired, I managed to get through yeah. to the end. The first couple, I couldn't even finish. Um but yeah, it's, getting, it's going good. So um, the plan is next year to obviously keep that consistent. This is only a 90-day plan, so it's going to take me up until the end of Feb, uh, early March. But the plan is to then, you know, replace it with other programs, fitness workouts, and, mm. you know, just general yeah. healthy living plans for the rest of the year and for the rest of the many years to come as well. It's just something I've put off for so long, you know. And um, it's just one of those things. It's it's really hard to first get started, and then be consistent with it, and then continue with it. Yeah. Because it's very easy to make a to make an excuse. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, and then it will be that tomorrow will come along, and it'll be like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And then you you know you fall into that very very easily. So it's good to get yourself into that um, sort of consistency going now. Uh, at this time of year as well that's really yeah, good yeah so I've got a rough plan for the next two weeks of which days I'm going to be working out and which days I'm going to be resting and fitting that in and in and around Christmas New Year's and other family commitments and stuff like that um, so hopefully I'll be able to stick to those days and if I can if I can get through the end of this year and into Jan on that on that cycle then uh, I should be able to stick with it going forward as well um, but the good thing about this plan is that it's 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 not it's not very very strict. Um, it's got quite a lot of wiggle room. It's not like you have to do the thirty the you know the first cycle, which is supposed to be thirty days. You don't have to do that within thirty days. If it takes you forty days, fifty days, it's fine. But and you know instead of doing it five times a week, if you only do four, it's fine. Stuff like that. So it's it's not too strict. Uh, but it's just you know. The stricter you are on yourself, the better results you're going to get, right? Yeah, and, you know, you get in what you, which uh, you get out what you put in, and you know, if you stick with it, and you go in wholeheartedly, you get the best results, definitely. That's that's another thing on my on my list, just to continue with it. I've been at it for the last year, two years. It's been on and off here and there. I've been changing my routine, regime, and everything. Diet's been fairly solid this year. It's one thing I've been happy about. The diet's been good. Food's been good. Everything's been you know, homemade, been prepping my, my lunches and my dinners and everything like that. Um, but over the last couple of, I guess the last couple of months, it's kind of like been going downhill. It's been all over the place and there's been alcohol thrown in there as well. Uh, that doesn't help. Um, but again, it's that time of year and, um, you know, you've got to try and, you know, in, enjoy the Christmas period. You know, they call it the holiday period. You know, you've got, you've got to be able to enjoy it and try not to 
you know, get too worked up about it. But, you know, I, I want to try and hit the gym a couple of times, I think, in the next week or so uh, before the new year and be able to relax as well. Um, but, yeah, I think the whole fitness thing, I've done really well this year. Um, but, you know, like you, I think just be really, really strict with it and be very, very, very consistent. Um, and especially with uh, the diet side. Is that something you, you, you've been looking into as well? Yeah, it's part of the plan as well. It, come, it comes it's part with the of it, diet yeah, plan. That's good. I haven't, I've picked a few things off it. So it basically just gives you some meal ideas. Um, and it's up to you where, where you fit them into your day. Uh, and yeah. That's cool. Then they're not like, these are, this is your breakfast, this is your lunch, this is your dinner. It's not like that. That can get pretty boring pretty fast. Yeah, so it's given like maybe seven or eight different breakfast options and same for lunch options, same for like evening meal options. And it's up to you which days you have them on. And, you know, if you want to swap the lunch and the dinner around, that's fine. Uh, you know, if you want to have a cheat day in the middle of the week, that's fine as well. But it, it will, it's, it's like, it's a plan, but it's not a a very strict plan. And it's uh, a lot of the the onus is on the individual. If you don't do it, you don't, you're not going to see the results, right? Yeah. So I've picked right. a few things out of his um, meal plan. Like obviously, I've got I'm vegetarian, so I've got the vegetarian plan, but a lot of it contains eggs, which I don't eat either. So I've had to just make some substitutes here, and you know, just tweak the recipes a little bit. But yeah, so far so good. Yeah, December's been a pretty healthy month, probably the healthiest month of this whole year so far. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. It does make a difference once you're in that mindset of working out and training. Um, it does have a knock-on effect to everything that you start doing. Then, you know, you, you you do start thinking. Actually, you know, I need to drink a little bit more water, or I'm not going to have this, you know, this cake or this chocolate, or whatever. I'm going to skip it. Whereas when you're not working out, you don't really think like that. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Anything goes. So New Year's resolution. I know everyone's going to have a New Year's resolution of getting healthy, and you know, gyms, gyms generally in January. You know, it's probably their busiest time of the year. When they yeah, they make is, all their money yeah. for the year, don't they? But I'm going to try and avoid signing up to a gym for a little while, because based on this stuff that I've been doing, you actually don't need to. You could do it all at home. Um, but at some point next year, I probably will. But definitely not in January. No, it's the worst time. So it definitely is the worst time. But you know, it's probably better off doing your own thing and. Yeah, the Joe Wicks things, you know, it sounds good. Yeah, so, so make the resolution yeah. to get healthy in January, mm. but definitely don't join the gym in January. <laughs> um, and yeah, one final thing I've got on my list is um, I've uh, I've been working on a talk uh, for a conference talk. I've, I've been playing around with ideas for a while um, and I've got a general concept in my head and uh, I'd like to be able to, finish that off and then give that talk at a conference of some sort and i'll probably start off with some local meetups and just test test the waters out there you know and then tweak the content tweak my flow a little bit and then yeah by the end of the year i would like to sort of get on stage at one of the bigger well-known conferences and and just you know speak in front of a crowd which is why i started the podcast in the first place is to get that confidence to do that so now that the podcast has been going for a while and fairly comfortable talking on a mic, um, just need to translate that now to being in front of a crowd. See how it goes. Mm. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah. It's one of the things that yeah. we really encourage to do at work as well. They, 
you know, it's part of our sort of career development and personal uh, personal development to speak in front of crowds and speak at meetings and give talks to the company and stuff like that. Mm, I've done it a few times this year in the local Ealing um, sort of like networking sessions that they have. Those are different people organise them and they all sit around where my office is. So they're down the high street in like, you know, cafes or in bars or, you know, private sort of like, you know, studios and things like that. And as soon as you, you turn up, you stand up and, you know, the floor is yours basically. And you spend about 60 seconds explaining who you are, what you do and what you aim to achieve by being there today kind of thing. Um, and I've been to quite a few of those. So they're, they're pretty cool. And what I wanted to do was set up one um, which helps um, people who own online businesses to, or not not even online online businesses, but own businesses um, to come in and meet me for like a, a clinic, if you like, like a group session where they can learn the basics of how to use you know mailchimp and how mailchimp can make your uh website you know much more powerful and you know how to you know start up a marketing campaign using mailchimp or you know other tools like active campaign um you know things like that so just getting like absolute strangers in one room and just you know talk to these guys and explain you know how they can go about doing um business online in you know you know better way yeah but you know again there's you know it needs to be broken down right so you need to be everything's got to be planned out beforehand there's a lot of work involved as well yeah definitely it's the thing yeah because you don't want to be sat there and you get asked a question and you're like um <laughs> it's not even that because you know like you can't expect to know the answer to everything but you you want to be able to you want to host the event if you're going to be running yeah that's right you don't yeah. just want to get a bunch of people in the, in the room and say like uh what should we talk about no, you exactly. need to have an agenda, and the, the agenda's got to be there beforehand. Yeah, they need to know what's going to be talked about at what time, and, you, and know. you don't know what sort of people will turn up. So you've got to be in a position where you can take take the floor for the whole event as well, just in yeah. case you know you end up with a room full of quiet, shy people who don't really want to contribute yeah. but just want to listen. Mm. Um, so you need to have enough content that you can you really control it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. All right. Anything else you got? Um, I've got um, just general business stuff. Um, launched a new improved Delve website. Uh, my website has been <laughs> stale for over a year now. I still get inquiries for it, which is crazy. And people always saying how much they like the look and feel of it and stuff. And I'm like, you know, are you mad? You know, I haven't touched that thing in about a year and a half. It's so out of date. Um, but I am working on a on a new version of the site, and it's almost done. It's ready to go live very very soon. Um, and then also build up on that with a marketing campaign. So stuff that I'm doing for other clients and use it for myself, for my own business to generate new leads, new, you know, new customers and, um, and just try and scale the business up. You know, I've been working, uh, well, I've had a, a social media intern, um, come on board, um, early this year and spent the first couple of months teaching her how, you know, everything works and setting up like a, a project plan within Trello, teaching her how to use Trello. And then all of a sudden she's using it herself and um, setting up project plans on there by herself and working with the client directly. So that was pretty cool. Um, I want to build up on that and um, try and get that person on full time or part time or, you know, um, just provide enough work for that person to be there, you know, on a consistent sort of like uh, level, if you like. 
and then maybe um, get a designer involved as well. Because I've got a developer who's working on a freelance basis. He's working with me on a few projects at the moment. Um, and I was thinking, if I get a front-end designer on board, you know, that'll be three sort of elements there. And then I can just, you know, go out there and find new business and just monitor things and kind of be more hands-off rather than hands-on and let everyone kind of like get on with stuff. That's that's uh, part of the plan for next year for the business, yeah. So we'll see how that how that goes. Should be hopefully an exciting year then, 2020, new decade. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know where the last 10 years went. I know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? All right, well, good stuff. Um, I think we'll probably wrap it up there. So that's a wrap for this year um, and this episode. And um, we're kind of going to take a little wrap on this season as well. Um, although we've never really sort of split the, the podcast up into seasons, is uh, what we're thinking is we're going to take a short little break, um, regather our thoughts, come up with some topics and, you know, get some get some notes down and, you know, do some recording and then um, come back in sometime in the new year, maybe around February, March time with another set of episodes um, and maybe have a theme to those episodes or something like that. So we've got a few things planned for next year. We've got lots of topics in our list that we've got, that we can choose from. So um, yeah, that's uh, something to look forward to. Um, but you know, obviously the full archive of all the current shows is still available. So if you want to listen back to anything, then uh, you could do that at inspect.fm. And uh, we'll still be active on Twitter, um, Facebook, YouTube, and all sorts, all the other different channels um, while we're off as well. So have a little break, come back refreshed, and uh, be raring to go again. Definitely. Yeah, that all sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll catch you in the new year. Um, so have a good holiday, have a good break, enjoy your New Year's, and um, I'll speak to you in 2020 now. Yeah, we'll speak then. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. Be sure to subscribe in your podcast player and feel free to drop us a rating or review in Apple Podcasts. You can follow the show on Twitter at InspectFM and you can find the show notes for today's episode and a full archive of all shows over at inspect.fm. 